about your work. Um, your work is varied and it seems very layered and you try a bunch of different things. How would mm. you kind of describe yourself and what you do? Um, okay, so uh, probably primarily as a figurative artist, um, yeah. just about everything that I do kind of rotates around, um, around figure work. I do do some um, other um, kind of painting and drawing. Um, so um, I started out as a fiber artist, like a lot of years ago, like, I don't know, What's a lot a of years artist? ago, <laughs> way too many. <laughs> what do you mean by fire artist? What do you mean? Like what, what did the... you, what, what was that? Sorry, say that again. No fiber. Fire? Oh, no, fiber. fiber. That makes so much more sense. <laughs> Sorry. This is, you know, it's all this, uh, anyhow. Uh, yeah, fiber artist. So I was spinning, weaving, dyeing, felting, doing all of that kind of stuff. And then I always really wanted to learn how to, how to draw and um, kind of started, but was really dissatisfied with most of what I was doing. Um, and then um, a friend, this was when I was still living in Brooks and um, just, um, I found a book called uh, The Natural Way to Draw by Kimo Nicolaitis. And he was, a, he was a, a, an art professor in New York in like 1919 yeah. or something like that, just around the turn of the oh, century. Wow. And yeah. so the, um, the book is his full year, year's worth of um, art lessons at the university level. And it was, it's one of those books that was actually um, um, uh, nominated or whatever as one of the top 10 best how-to books. And he's very, very specific about um, about what you're supposed to do, how you're supposed to do it, how it feels, and how often you're supposed to do it. And so to go through his whole, his whole regimen is like four hours every day of, of exercises. Maybe I need that book. I'm going to have to put a note at the end for this. It is, it, it yeah. is, honestly, it is the best um, book and I think that a lot of anything that came out after that about how to draw was um, yep. uh, pretty much um, is kind of based on what he was talking about and also a lot of the university classes I think also on drawing are based on his his um, way of teaching right. so yeah, yeah. So I did that, um, and then I started coming to Lethbridge um, to figure draw, um, and yeah. I've been I've been uh, figure drawing for about twenty years. Um, so it was here. I've done it here in Lethbridge. I've done it in Mexico in San Miguel Allende, uh, where I was going for about five years, um, and then also in Toronto, um, two sessions in Toronto also. So um, yeah. So what sort of what took you down to Mexico? What took you to Toronto? Were there? <laughs> um, well, Mexico. Sorry, say that again. Sorry, I was just like, it's not a little jaunt to go down to Mexico on a drawing thing, right? So, yeah, no. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was going down to just kind of get away, right? And uh, yeah. I'd go down anywhere from six weeks to six months. 
I was staying oh, down nice. there. Um, and um, I had a studio that I was drawing in um, and working in, in another, um, wasn't my own studio, but it was a shared kind of studio space. Um, so mm -hmm. I did that. And then I also took some, um, some other um, jewelry making classes uh, with a fellow from down there too. And mm -hmm. then Toronto, I was there. My daughter lives in Toronto. So oh, I was there okay. and, and drawing in Toronto too. So yeah, you do it wherever you can. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Were yeah. there things that just sort of struck me? Were there things that are quite different in sort of the process for even having a model in those different places? Or No. No, nope. it's it, no, it, the process is exactly the same in yeah. um, here or or Mexico or wherever you go. So um, the model will come in and um, you usually have like you start out with one minute really fast sketches just yeah. to kind of get warmed up and then work your way into um, like uh, two minute sketches or drawings and then five and then up to um, about 20 minutes. So usually the model will stay for um, solid for about 20 minutes is the longest time. And then you have a break and then a new, uh, a new pose. And then, um, and so the sessions are um, usually about three hours long, each of the oh. sessions. So um, this is what I'll show you. So now, right now, um, we uh, we are drawing, or I'm drawing with a group in Lethbridge. We didn't have a name for a long, long time, um, but now we're called um, Go Figure Lethbridge yeah. um, <laughs> Lethbridge Life Drawers. Yeah. So, um, uh, and that group has actually been uh, together and in Lethbridge for hmm, I, a long time, like Bob Webb and and Eric Martins, yeah, um, Donna sure. Gallant, all of those people. Um, I think Bob was one of the original ones. And yeah. I'm guessing, I'm going to guess it started in the 80s, but I, you know, I mean, I, that's not a hill I'm dying on. Um, that's, yeah, that sounds actually kind of familiar. I, um, for a couple of years, there was a friend of ours who has um, some land down by Mountain View, and she hosted what were called sort of adult art camps. And so both Bob and Eric were down there and then myself and and some other artists from all over from uh, not just North America, but some or not just in Alberta, but down in um, the US, I forget where. So it was it was this amazing thing. It was the middle of summer. Eric set up his teepee down by the river and uh, we just drew each other and took photographs. And yeah, so I remember those two. They're quite the pair or work yeah forever we yeah our, our group is less for not having them here we miss them a lot we miss well, them well and you know I um loved your guys' show that was in tribute to Eric um oh yeah the Creonon gallery yeah that was, that was really lovely to see and his personality um with all of you I mean you could just see his personality come out um, I think <laughs> I saw that grouchiness um, he chastised <laughs> me for, um, we did Dr. Sketches and there wasn't enough light and we're in a bar. <laughs> Go with it. But anyways, um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I sort of have met a couple out of there, but it's nice that it sort of, I like the name. I just noticed it when you had posted some other things the other day and I was just thought that was quite lovely. So yeah. how long have you been with the group here? About 20 years, you said? about about 20 years yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
So well, do you want, you, sorry, go ahead. Sir, say, go ahead. Okay. Do you want to see sort of the process that we go through a little bit? Why don't we do that? We've sort of jumped into the drawing. So why don't we do that? And then we'll come back. Okay. The other sure. Way. All right. Okay. So, so right now, Linda's just going to reverse um, her screen a bit. And so that she can show us some of the work and she'll describe it as she's going along. Okay. Sorry for the bounciness here, but um, <laughs> yeah, these ones, these two are like um, probably five minute poses um, mm. and, and sketches. Sorry for the bump. Um, <laughs> and I used to use um, graphite pencil, but I, it, made me cranky because every time I close my book, everything slides off of it. So it's not, it isn't good. So these ones I draw just about um, entirely with um, felt marker. Oh, really? So these are, it's a like um, chisel, sorry. It's a, ch <laughs> it's a chisel tip um, felt marker. Okay. Um, that those two were were done with so those are those are fast poses and then we can we go into longer poses and this this next one would you say just on the first one there are those um i forget all of a sudden now the name's gone from my my uh, head but when you don't look at the person you or i mean you don't look at your page. oh no no yeah no no they're not blind contours they're Sorry. blind contour do you think i could come yeah. up name? but no they kind of have that and i guess it's because it's that quick sort of just picking up the gestural look right right yeah, yeah yeah they are more gestural and um so you can't get all of the information into yeah. into one of those drawings and um it is um i think as you look at them it's like where where i'm looking so what was what was i paying attention to right. you know as i was drawing them um yeah. and i think that that's more what kind of comes through as opposed to this is a representation of of who this person is oh it's, that's a great point yeah, so it's much more um, a map kind of of where your eye goes, I think, yeah. a little bit. Okay. Um, okay, so that's those ones. Um, I'm going to turn my camera sideways here just because this is what, this is gotcha. the direction that this is. Um, yeah. So she, this was probably like, a, I don't know, a 20 minute pose. I'm going to say. That's very yeah. lovely. So and yeah, so give me some time to add the color in and a bit of texture as well, hey? Right. So that's um, that's done with uh, watercolor pencil crayon and watercolor. Okay. So that's... And is that sort of typical of where you'll end up going in those longer poses? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is... Um, so other people, when... Uh, everybody that comes is at a different level and and there are all over the place amy dodick will will crank out a really beautiful um uh, portrait in about well those ones are usually longer poses so sometimes we have the model that comes and um she will hold the same pose for the whole time 
in 20 minute intervals. She'll go back into it and that, and then um, people will bring uh, either oils or, or acrylics, um, you know, or whatever other material that they want to, to use um, in that time. So Amy is doing that. Um, Karina Mack, uh, who is also, she's being a part of the group, Amy and Karina, have been there for a very, very long time. And Karina is, is a very precise um, watercolor painter and does these beautiful tender um, um, portraits or mm. Um, um, mm, what do you call it? figure pieces. <laughs> um, and she's very, yeah, she's very precise with what she does. Fran, um, Fran, will is also there just what is Fran's last name I just is sorry off of the top of my head um uh anyhow Fran uses um uh pastel chalk mm -hmm. pastel for her pieces and is really interested in um where the where the shadows and the light lie and what colors um um, bounce off one another and what colors she can use together um, and then everybody and there's lots of other people that are just are drawing with pencil and um, just whatever you want to and there's well, no one judgment of the, hmm? and one of the advantage too of doing it in a group rather than just having a life model by yourself is you get to see different techniques people are using right you get to see little tricks or or just admire what other people are able to do but oh, they're so yeah. it's so rich to be able to draw with other people oh yeah yeah um the other thing too is that there's also a kind of an energy in the room too when there's when the room is full of people there there is is an energy that moves you in different ways um than if you're just drawing on your own right. so anyhow okay i'm going to move on to another okay. just one other one here and then okay. This is like, for me, this is like grandchildren, baby pictures. So I can't, I'm not going to show a whole bunch of them. So this one also is another, um, is another painting that was probably um, 30, like a half an hour, 30 minutes or something like that. And I think that I used, uh, no, that's all just watercolor and watercolor pencil crayon. Sometimes I use a stick and ink. Um, also just to draw so, so anyway we were talking before Linda kind of about when you look at something and you're trying to capture something so when I look at this one what is it that, that when you look at it now perhaps even more so than when you were drawing it that you were kind of drawn to and trying to sort of pick up that or work through it do you think um I think it starts out as, as kind of the gesture of the whole um, of the whole figure, how she's yeah. sitting on the on the chair, how she's settled into it, um, and then it is for me. It is like her bum over there because that's so what happens with our bums. <laughs> so I kind of like that cheek with the with the funny little squish over to the bottom of it. It's so true, but anyway, <laughs> it's totally it. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, it is it is just working my way around and through the figure and through the the whole composition of it. And sometimes they turn out and sometimes they don't. And I've got I've got a whole pile of meh, not so much <laughs> pieces. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So there, okay. I'm gonna flip this back around again and go sit okay. back down. Oh, hold on. This is me curling up off the floor. Oh, oh my God. God, I can so relate. Thank God oh. you don't have like behind the scenes, right? Oh dear. <laughs> well, this is behind the scenes, there I think. We go. There we go. <laughs> okay, I dusted back here again. my piano and everything for this, and then I didn't end up going in front of my piano. So <laughs> total waste of time, obviously, right? <laughs> I do have a sign that says dull women have immaculate houses in my <laughs> house and that's what I'm gonna you know say my story is okay so that's a bit of the work that you've done sort of group work and and also organization right I mean there's so much organization that goes into all of those as well mm -hmm. um but can you tell us a bit more about the other things you do I know one of the things that really interested me and I used it when I did the little flyers for it was these assemblages you're doing. They're so fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so it, th those things kind of come from uh, being a little bit of a magpie and yeah. <laughs> and just going, oh, that that is really cool. I really like that. Um, I like that object. Um, and um, it really did kind of begin the very beginning of it was uh, I was cleaning out the basement of my house and um, found my daughter's old Barbies. And I honestly, I honestly thought, oh, this is just, a, this is a one-off and I yeah. just want to play with her. I want to make her uh, into something that is uh, less uh, perfect, um, less uh, shiny, uh, less conventional um and so and then it was uh, okay i can remember like we played with barbies and um they would end up without their hands or their yeah. feet or their leg more their leg really short <laughs> oh my god hair gone all all of that yeah um so it started off as that and when i got to about eight i'm just going oh my god what am i doing this is <laughs> This is, um, this is like kind of insane. And um, uh, yeah, uh, um, so then it became a, um, a little bit of a dig into what Barbie, why, why was Barbie still around at 50 or 60 years old when there's so many other um, toys that have just gone, uh, west they're they're not there anymore you know that just have kind of disappeared why is she still hanging in there and so there was a lot of conversations with other with other women um who had barbie did you have barbie no but i'm the oldest of six kids so they were all my my little barbies <laughs> <laughs> i made them do plays and i dressed them up and ah there we are <laughs> all of this insanity comes from our childhood I think really I, remember, though, I, I did have a friend and I go over to her house she had like everything Barbie like she was like the only girl and it was crazy all the oh time. my god so I do remember it, and I remember sort of being jealous of 
of all of that, but it is so weird. Like as my niece who uh, sort of went through that, was it's so odd. And to go play Barbies, it's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> See, whereas if I had a bunch of little babies I was playing with, no one said anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> was your daughter really into Barbies then? I guess if you found uh, She was a little bit. She she played with them a little bit, but not... Uh, um, not in the same way that we played with them. So we were, I was from a really big family also. And um, when the best thing about playing with them for, for us was um, manipulating them and doing, um, making the things for them. And as soon as we got the things, as soon as we, you know, they were, she was way less interesting. You know, if you had the house and you couldn't make the house, then what the hell was the what was the point <laughs> to it? Um, so it really that's, was that's interesting. Yeah. And I think that, um, yeah. So the thing, it kind of continued on. And then there was a show at CASA. I had a show at CASA um, called Not To Be Toyed With. And Barbie, there were, I think, 19 Barbies at that time. And so that was, there was a whole lineup of them up in the um, upstairs foyer up there yeah, yeah. Um, and in then there was another show there? what sorry in that glass case there yeah in the glass case yeah, yeah. yeah perfect yeah. yeah yeah and then I had the other glass case also to kind of play around with so it was um uh that part of the show was called um dollies and doilies and it was a look into what Barbie um sort of meant for for us and then um, kind of um, filtered over into uh, why she was still relevant today yeah. because there still are songs being sung with her name in it and references and you know she's so she's ubiquitous she's just as everywhere um, so then um, when we were growing up we were the first generation really to have Barbie and before that we were playing with baby dolls and everything to do with right. baby dolls and house. And so we were being socialized into, into being moms. And right. then, so then 19, 1960 came, 59, 60 came. Barbie came out in 1959 and the pill came out in 1960. And yeah. Barbie has a CV that is like 120 different um, <laughs> you know um iterations of her and yeah. there i think that there were a few uh, attempts at making barbie a mom but she really was not that wasn't her purpose so we were being yeah. then socialized into into being um something other than a mom and because of the pill then we had choices we didn't have to become you know mom was not our major um uh, choice in life um, or you know didn't have to be um, so so then it pushed us and um, um, so then and then the other thing that Barthby also taught us was she had everything she had she had a boyfriend she had a car she had a house she had a swimming pool she had a just everything and so she really also taught us how to be consumers and yeah. and want more than what we had you know that was just sort of in the household so she she moved our sort of psyche and our play into 
into different land, you know, into, into a different. Well, and highly sexualized too, you know. Like oh, in- absolutely. And especially so, when you think about it, like that they're made for kids and yet they're made in this very sexualized way, the clothes are, the and all of those things kind of make sense now that you sort of, you know, highlighted how, you know, that came around the pill, it came with women's liberation, came with a lot of these things. But then there's also, it's always that sexuality that, um, yeah, that it, it definitely came across that way as well. She's very, still is. Well, so, you know, you know where her, her origins were? No. Uh, Okay, so there was a, there was a, um, a little cartoon in Germany called Lily. And Lily was kind of a saucy little sexy kind of girl. And so just as an example, one of the cartoons was that um, uh, Lily was on the beach uh, in her bikini. And um, a soldier kind of comes along and the soldier says to Lily, you know, you can't be here in a two piece swimming suit. And she looks at him and she says, well, which one would you like me to take off? Ah! <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so she was kind of, she was kind of saucy. So then a company in Germany, um, a company in Germany makes little Lily, made little Lily dolls and very much like Barbie. And they were given as often given as a joke gift to, um, to men who were just getting, who were going to get married. And so they would hang them from their mirrors by their hair or whatever, you know, and, and then um, um, a woman from New York came into Germany and her daughter got one of those little Lily dolls and started playing with it and wouldn't put it down. And so she brought that back to the States and then Mattel took it over or she made it into Mattel or whatever, however it happened from there. But she did start from kind of sexualized. She had a very sexualized beginning. Right, right. Yeah. And it's, it's odd that you, there have been attempts, like you say, there have been attempts at maybe mother, but there's also been the attempts to show some diversity and attempts to show um well diversity in color and shape and and it never seems to stick it seems to go back to miss blondie <laughs> sexualized gal like i mean i have to admit i have gone uh, barbie shopping for a while but um it sure seems like most we see it that doesn't really stick too much so yeah and i mean this is not almost about art anymore but i'm wondering then as we saw with the diversity coming out with the different Barbies and yet it coming back basically to this sexualized white girl, <laughs> a woman, I don't know. But yeah. it, it, it's kind of weird, like where you were saying sort of after the war and where, you know, there was a lot of dolls and babies. So then when there's the pill and there's more freedom, yeah. then you know, she sort of comes around, but then because it sort of seems like that with wedding shows. Do you ever feel like they're trying to get people back into getting married now? All those like, is this a dress or something? I don't know. It seems like everything's wedding stuff on time. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so you were playing with this concept of, of Barbie and all these rich, rich things that are imbued in just the very sort of existence of her mm-hmm. and then subverting that, right? 
Um, yeah, pretty, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Everything. Um, I think she ends up always being there. There's something that is um, kind of a little bit fierce about um, about her in the iterations that I make. That um, uh, yeah, she's. I use a lot of pins and um, pokey things and. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and even um, I noticed there was, um, I mean, she's badass, right? Like she seems, any of that I've seen that I've looked through that you've made, she has uh -huh. a very badass kind of attitude, sort of like she could do anything. She's got the tools for it. She's got, I don't know, at least the ones I saw, that's sort of what I came away from. Uh -huh. Is it? She's sort of, she's got control. She's, um, so should we, should, should yeah, we see yeah, do we see a few of them? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, as, as we're talking here and I'm going, oh, okay, well, maybe people don't know what they Yeah, what, yeah, let's, let's show what they look like. That's a very okay. good idea. All right, so I'm going to flip the camera around again okay. here yeah. and just do a little switch. Um, and it's again up and down because yeah. that seems to be... Okay, now I'll try and come a little bit closer. There we go. Oh, wow. Look at all of that. Hey, so chain and paint and well, I can see even her hair colored. But yes, yeah, you want to talk about badass? She's pretty badass, isn't she? Um, so normal. Normally, when I start, they start out with the Barbie and then one other um, one other object. So I'm just going to try and give her wow. a little. Is she making sense she still? She deserves a spin. That's amazing. So she started out. I'm just. This is going to be a little jiggly. She started out with this little bottom piece right here. Yeah. I don't know where that is. The one with so, the like, circles or the. Oh yes, yes. I can see what you mean. The brown and white. <laughs> sorry that really technical difficulties here i'm sorry yeah oh it's so funny oh my god where's okay. our production team when we need them right i know i need it i yes. need a cameraman so she's got yeah, little feet yeah. and so it starts out hoops? as what's that are those hoops yeah, they, or are they actual oh those are fantastic okay they're little barbie feet with <laughs> yeah other things on her and so yeah. I'm going to just give her a little swing around and then sometimes they come with contraptions so her contraption is a little a little um Linda I absolutely love these <laughs> they're, so they're just have a, um, steampunk they are kind of yeah like. they are kind of steampunk but also I also think that when I was in Mexico, I was introduced to Romerios Varo, um, her work. Um, she's kind of a surrealist artist. And uh, I think that there's also a little bit of her her in, in these pieces too. I can't see actually what I'm showing you here at all. Well, you're, no, you're doing, you're doing well. No, it's great. And it's in focus. I'm not sure how, but <laughs> um, you know, it, it's interesting you say surrealist because obviously they do have a very surreal quality to them. 
and uh, which is really quite lovely. They're very yeah. whimsical at the same time, aren't they? Oh my God, I had so much fun, <laughs> honestly, when something fit yeah. together. Yeah. Um, Count, you know, when it comes together, it's just like, it just makes me laugh. It just, yeah. 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 It's lovely. And yeah. what else you got? What else you got? Okay. So hold on. We'll <laughs> see what we can find. So there's three more on the table here. And I'll see if I can arrange lighting here a little bit better. Where are the guys when you need them, yeah. right? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, go ahead. Talk. Yeah, talk a little bit about them, okay? Uh, Uncle goes sideways. Oh, maybe not. No, she needs to be. Sorry, this is okay, flipping around. Okay. Everybody's gonna be sick. Okay. This is, so this. Uh, yeah. Let's move her closer to the light so you can kind of see her a little bit better. Okay. Um, All right. Can you see her? Yep. No, we can see just perfect. Just good. Okay. Yeah. So this is actually the oldest Barbie that I um, that I had. Um, a friend, a friend gave it to me, gave, yeah. gave her to me. She was getting, you know, it was like getting rid of her. And I didn't really feel like I wanted to cut her apart, yeah. um, which I do drastic things to them all the time. But so she's as whole as she can. And her skirt is an old purse. Oh. So 1960s or something like that purse. Right. And then I'll see if I can get a little bit closer here to her face. Yeah. Is that oh, making? Yeah. No, you're doing a great job. No, it's good. Okay. Very, very well. Yeah. No, those are fantastic. And I love, I love her uh, neck piece too. Wait, that was an old earring. I was going to say, I think I have that here. <laughs> <laughs> with an ear armbands down the side so you're using any and all materials then yeah so these armbands down the side these these bits in here were from yep. an, um old curlers oh ah, yes you say that i totally can see that that we used to use and ah. then okay so she's actually sitting at meh, here there we she go. sits on pins oh I love that her feet are hanging down. Her little feet are there, so yeah. Wow, wow. There's, that is very, very rich. Um, <laughs> you, know what I mean? you could you could take so many parts from that. Like, I mean, um, yeah, we need a Feminist 101 course just on that Barbie alone. <laughs> okay. Oh, dear. Okay, so that was her. I'll just yeah. put her aside. Okay, and so this one. I'm gonna pull her forward here a little bit so we can see her uh -huh. a bit better. Is are are we getting enough? No, you are. You absolutely. You're doing a great job, actually. Okay. So that we get to see a really nice full piece. Um, okay. For sure of her. So you could come in a little bit now. Okay. On the detail. Okay. So she she started out with this bed spring. So yeah. this is a bed oh. spring. Right there. Oh, there we are. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Perfect, perfect. Oh, there. I was admiring those earlier. Yeah, they are really fantastic. Just little bits. Okay, and then I'm going to come up her. Oh, now I see the, the scrubby. Right? 
we got a copper. Um, actually, that's not a scrubby. That that's copper, knit copper from. Um, oh no, just wait. Yeah, some of it is knit copper from yeah. uh, um, Lee Valley Tools. Oh. And, and it's supposed to be used you're supposed to use it to keep slugs off of your plants i don't I, there's too many <laughs> there's too many other great possibilities there for it so uh, no, yeah yeah so and so you can just kind of see whoops yeah. um so one of the very first things that i do is their hair and they have so much of it i usually yeah. cut out about a third of it because there's really? just, yeah, there's, there's it's an amazing mass of hair. Yeah. So that's always you been. You start with the hair and then that guides you along, do you think? I'm sorry? So do you start with the hair and then that guides you along? Or when uh, you, you kind of have a feeling where you're going? It, it's starting to develop a bit more. But I think probably the first thing is trying to marry the object that I um that I'm using with um with Barbie herself that is right. a connection is connections are always the thing that is um that is the most difficult to do and actually kind of the most rewarding also um yeah. that it um once you kind of get that sorted out but yeah absolutely the hair does um does give me an idea about what direction I'm going to go with her and actually as she grows too it's like oh okay so she needs this or she needs that to kind of continue on and and make the whole um make the whole piece for sure so interesting so, too um yeah and I like the I, I like that aspect of it um Me too, yeah. yeah and that I get to use all any kinds of um many different kinds of materials um with it and it's the manipulation being able to um play with them and turn them around and and see if they can't kind of have some kind of a conversation with one another um the the material pieces that I'm using so so yeah, yeah okay so that's cool. Miss, the little springy one. Let's, let's go back to you and let's let's talk to you about other stuff. Okay. I miss your face. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> Thanks so much for showing us those though. They're fantastic. And uh, yeah, no, those were lovely, lovely to see. So you're doing those, you're doing assemblages, you're painting. Are you still doing your fiber art? Uh, no, no, I sold, I sold my spinning wheel and my, and my, uh, my loom and all the rest of it, you know, it's like, um, so if, I, if something is sitting there, you've got, you know, you're, you have something in your house that you're not using and it, it feels, it felt to me sort of like, um, like a waste or it was a weight and um, because I just was not getting back at it again. So I sold it and actually selling it off, I felt really it, really? it was a really it was a good thing to do so yeah huh I think uh I think I need to sell off my garden then <laughs> <laughs> my garden used to be so expensive and now it just looks at me and mocks me 
I was like, why? <laughs> you need to go out and paint it or draw it or, yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly, right? It's funny that you say that because I did do one project where it wasn't environmentally conscious, I guess, but I spray painted flower seed heads so that it looked like a field of poppies. But oh, sweet. Um, it, it, it was sweet and it looked really pretty, but when I thought about it after, I was like, that probably wasn't the best thing. <laughs> What about you? What do you like to paint? So if a lot of your um, drawing and sketching and that kind of thing, which includes paint, but um, when you sort of go painting, do you stick figurative? Do you like abstract? Do you kind of put yourself more there? Or? Yeah, um, I've not really done much that's been abstracted. Um, and in the summertime, when we weren't doing uh, figure work as much, uh, I, I was out in sitting in my garden and um, drawing uh, flowers and plant material and, you know, just whatever else is, or is around. And even with COVID now, so um, at times um, I'd go downtown and just sit and draw people downtown just as they're, you know, walking or doing whatever and that, but that's not, it's really, COVID has cramped us all. Yeah. <laughs> cramped all of our styles. <laughs> um, so, um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was not, um, yeah, it hasn't been as much. And I haven't been doing as much really big painting um, um, as I have done in the past. Um, trying to sort of move, take some of the pieces that, um, um, often the pieces that the drawings that I, I like the best are on really crap paper, you know, like they're on newsprint or something like that. So then it's um, sorting out uh, what to do with um, how I can how I can use that again, use yeah. that same um, that same figure or whatever in that again. So this paint the painting that's in behind me right there. Yeah. Yeah. That one, that it's was, an, I'm lifting up my head as if I'm looking over. <laughs> just wait, I'll see if I can get it yeah, better. Yeah. Okay, hold on a sec. There, uh, she there, uh, Mirror. cameraman oh, is odd. A little bit, Oops. there, there. Okay. <laughs> How about if I just, let me flip it around again. I, it's okay. easier for me because I can't really see what's going on. Okay, hold on a sec. Oh, that, this is my house. I think we got the tour of the house, actually. Um, <laughs> okay, there she is. Okay. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. So that one was uh, uh, was actually a drawing to begin with on uh, crap paper. On right. uh, just, I'm going to come back here and just back talk to you. Back. Wait, there we are. Um, yeah, it was it was a drawing on. Uh, it was a drawing on uh, newsprint, yeah. and I wanted um, I wanted to paint into it. So I took it and transferred it using uh, uh, using acrylic medium, yeah. and so the drawing was um, I used that was when I was, I used charcoal on that one, and so I used uh, acrylic medium and put acrylic medium onto onto a, a painting board, and then put the, when it was still wet, um, I put the whole, um, the whole drawing face down into the acrylic medium. Yeah. And just rubbed it in really, you know, really hard, smooth, yeah. everything else. Um, and then let it dry, let it dry overnight. And then yeah. the next morning um, took a, 
um, like just wet the whole thing, the whole surface, yeah. and then pulled back the the uh, paper. I've always wanted to try that. Works really, really well. Yeah. It works really well. Yeah. And then um, and then I got to paint into it. Right. Um, so that was one way that I use figure um, the figure drawings and stuff. The other way um, also is I took a. Um, so everything that I know is thanks to people that um, that I've taught that uh, I've talked with um, yep. that I knew I knew. So I had um, I had women in the guild in Brooks that taught me how to do fiber art. I had a friend that taught me how to felt. Um, I had um, I took like little courses, weekend courses or whatever. And then so Chris Harse is um, I took a basket weaving course from her. Um, like about a hundred years ago also. Yeah. And um, she started working in copper. And so she was doing through Red Deer College summer series. She was doing, um, she was, uh, she was doing copper working. So I took her class and we were making bowls and everybody was making sort of woven little kind of bowls and whatnot. And um, I had some, I had some drawings with me. And so what, um, what I did then was attach the drawings to, um, uh, to sheet copper, that's what we were working in, um, yeah. to sheet copper, and then used, um, um, used a coping saw with a very, very fine um, blade on it, yeah. and cut them out, and then made them into, into bowls. So it's like women as vessels. And this yeah, actually, is. Yeah, I think I saw one at one point when we went. Yeah, out. hold on. I'll just, yeah. again, I'm going to flip the camera around here. I'm going to stand up and turn around. Anyone that's yeah. listening to us, they're artists, they get it. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, this is. Yeah. Yes, that's what I thought I saw earlier. Okay, Can so I. Can you just pick it up a little bit so that we could see the. Let me just, yeah, I don't know how. She doesn't come yep. off very well. Oh, there, just wait. There is. There we go. Yep. There. Yeah. Now we're so, okay. Good. Yep. So this oh. one is kind of yeah. a twins one. So there's two. Right. Yep. Yep. You know, it would be better, I think, if she was on something not brown. Right? <laughs> She's brown. <laughs> no. Anyway. It's actually, you must have a good iPad because actually there's some great detail. It comes so, up much more than I think it would for me. So yeah. So that's that's what those look like. So yeah, I mean, so that was another way. That was another way that I got to flipping. You guys are going to be seasick from me moving around and flipping my camera all over the place. Sorry. I should do a little preamble. I'll be like, okay, it's a drinking game. <laughs> No, like I say, anyone who's watching us, I'm sure is watching because of the art. And that's something that that's what we like to do, right? We like to, yeah. So no, it's just fine. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> I think we should start a drinking game. Um, but uh, <laughs> so, so what are you, what sort of with COVID, how do you sort of feel that you've either been able to, it's helped you cope with COVID or the opposite as an artist? Do you find it 
really hard being sort of locked up for lack of a better word but I mean you know there's so many different things going on and is are there ways art helps you cope or has it made it harder or um well I'm never without something to do yeah yeah <laughs> there's there's sort of been that um and because it um most of us work um work separate anyhow you know in isolation yeah. almost um and um i think often it is um we can kind of get too uh, into our you know what you're you're doing in your own head yeah. um and so i think with covid it's just really kind of pushed that uh even even further you know into yourself and into your own kind of uh, your own sort of little world. Um, I miss like crazy. I miss I miss our go figure um, group just because I think that we're all um, we're quite supportive of one another, um, and it's just it's good to have um, have that sort of contact with other with other people, whatnot. Um, I mean, it's, it's been nice to be able to have um, have a commission piece that I was working on earlier on in the fall. So oh. that kind of has has helped keep me busy. Um, so and now, what was your commission piece? Tell me, what were you doing? Oh, the commission piece. <laughs> Actually, it was, it's funny. It's, uh, this has kind of come full circle. So I started out getting, you know, like looking after my daughter's Barbie stuff in the basement of our house. And this one was um, a friend was going through and through her, um, her pieces, um, like her life yeah. and um, uh, what, what do I want to keep and what do I want to give away? And, and so she, here's my pile of my little stash of Barbie things. And I think I really need to say goodbye to these or, you know, so, um, she separated out um, things that were going to go uh, elsewhere and one piece that she wanted to keep, she wanted because um, Barbie was, was a thing to her, is a yeah. thing to her. And um, which I think it's just totally lovely. She's got this amazing poster, God, um, of Barbie. It was one of the sketches kind of, of like almost like a fashion sketch of Barbie is oh, just amazing cool. poster. But anyhow, so she had, um, uh, she collected a bunch of little things that she, um, that were her grandmothers and her, her, uh, yeah, her grandmothers and her grandfathers and, and a Barbie and brought them over and said, use what you can create with, you know, make her however, you know, whatever I want to do with her and yeah. um and here are pieces so i picked out a few little pieces out of what she gave me and then um and then um created another piece a whole nother piece for her to keep yeah. so she has now barbie uh, um reimagined again into something else is she still pretty is she still pretty know i mean all of them are actually still pretty but you know what i mean being as she was such a like barbie you know just loved it and everything yeah it something that you were making it was it sort of this conscious decision that i need to leave her 
Be, oh yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I did make. I, I actually made a pretty conscious decision to not cut her apart so much that yeah. she wouldn't. I mean, there are Barbies. I'm just thinking. Oh, <laughs> I'll show you ones that were cut apart really badly. Um, but no, I yeah, I left her. Um, so the piece that is on the um, the piece that I I sent a photo of. Yeah, that's yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the commission piece. Oh, it's so lovely. Oh, <laughs> you know what's wonderful because it does have. Oh, it's really interesting you say that. Now I've got to like relook at it, mm -hmm. so I'll make sure we have it at the end of our our video here. But um, that does make sense, and she is pretty, but um, she's also got. Um, oh, she's still got a lot of sass. She's still got that. What's what was the first Barbie's name? Uh, Dolly. Oh, oh, <laughs> Lily. Lily. She's got a yeah, not that much of Lily, but anyway. She has. So she has. You, oh, are these the? You're getting one of your like bad examples. Well, yeah, this one. Hold well, on, I just have to. I have to blow the dust <laughs> off of her. She's <laughs> and get her back into. She's <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. Oh, she, yeah. She's <laughs> all right. So yeah, you're talking about uh, yeah, how, no housekeeping. This is no housekeeping. Okay. So here is here is the whoops. Just a sec. Here is the Barbie that. Holy moly! So she has stuff going on. She has. I don't. I wonder if I can turn her closer to the light, and maybe you could see her that way better. Uh, not so much okay so her sorry, her face ahead. sorry her face is cut out yeah and pushed back into the inside of her head <laughs> linda what's wrong with you I don't... <laughs> and then <laughs> and then she's got this is this is like a lens off of a camera so oh, there's a that's lens what it so, is. Oh. Yeah, so it sort of makes her face look like it's even further back. Yeah, into her... yeah, it does. It does okay, so, so yeah, she has. I love them so much, though, and I love she she's in this odd little brass vase, right, or count whatever it is. It's yeah, so that's you know, I was she had a different iteration. I thought at first when I was going to make her that she would be. She would be like quite close to the to mm -hmm. to this part in here. So this is the right. bottom part of a of a um, metal goblet. Mm. Um, uh, and then when I put her this way, then it felt like uh, like a single rose almost is what right. it you know like yeah. a long stem yeah. rose a little bit is kind of yeah. what it sort of felt like. And I liked that conversation between the distance here um, from here to here and um, the air kind of in between her mm -hmm. and whatnot. So, yeah, so they can get, um, they can get a little, they can get a little odd. I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can take them apart quite a bit. <laughs> that's no, that's great though. Um, so is, I mean, obviously, Barbie is, and and all of the different iterative, iterations. Nope, still can't say it. 
um, it's very rich, right? There's there's many ways to do it. Um, are you? Do you still have a million ideas in you, and do you have boxes and boxes <laughs> of pieces that are pulled apart? <laughs> um, yeah, I think that the ideas normally come from objects, from from the object that I have that that um, that's there, and it's like okay, I, you know, I, I want to do something with that object. I want to be able to manipulate that object. And, and then it's a challenge to kind of, okay, so there's the object. And then how can I, how can I integrate um, Barbie into that object? Um, yeah. yeah. And some of them um, are also about, um, um, some of them are also about, uh, um, issues sometimes or some uh there was one that i did specifically with that megan trainer um song um, oh yeah it's uh, all about the bass right right <laughs> yeah and so so i gave barbie more i made more her <laughs> she had a lot more bass yeah <laughs> So, but it also, that, hey? <laughs> <laughs> she's, she has a great ass. She yeah. a great, <laughs> she's a great Boy ass. <laughs> well, Linda, it's been super cool talking to you. Um, do you have, where else can we find you? Where can, can we look at your art anywhere or? <laughs> I, I, I am such a lazy artist. I will tell you about promoting. That is the last thing that I ever want to do. It's like, I, if I'm going to work, I want to, I want to manipulate things and, and whatnot. Um, I do have a Facebook page um, that has, has some images on it. And I do have a, um, a what's the other one with, uh, I can't Instagram. even, I'm sorry. Instagram. In Instagram. I do have an Instagram. <laughs> there's, there's a few, there's a few photos on there okay. also. So, okay. um, well, I'll, yeah. I'll add those links in. At least we can see a little bit more of your work. And, uh, otherwise then we will look for you around when we're allowed to see stuff, see art around. <laughs> yeah. I, I lean, I'm in, um, the Trianon gallery is where my studio is. And so Eileen Murray has a show up there now. So it's always nice to go in there and be able to take my coffee and just hang out in the gallery. And Robert Bexels was there for a while and you have to have your coffee and yeah. So Eileen, Eileen and I lived in the same, in the same town. Well, Brooks, right? Yeah. Yeah. She was on one side of the town. I was on the other side of the town. We've been friends for <laughs> a lot of years. Well, I was going to ask, especially when you said you're doing like fiber art and, and you're up in Brooks and I thought they must know each other. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> um, Little town, so very cool. few artists. Yeah. Birds. And two cool ones that you know we're going to find each other for sure. <laughs> um, okay. Well, thanks so much, Linda. And I appreciate you going along with this strange technology that that I'm not good at either. You were my first. I've never done it this way. I don't know. We did okay, especially went back and forth, back and forth. I um, think so. Yep. Yep. Except <laughs> <laughs> for the delay. It would be nice if we didn't have a delay. Anyway, thanks again. 
Thank you for those who tuned in to uh, us today on JustFM.ca. Um, so it's TV as well as radio. And then you can listen to my podcast on live from Studio Venus. Thanks again, Liz. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. It was fun. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, please. I don't know either. <laughs>